Good afternoon and happy game day. It is divisional round January 16th, 2021. And uh, with only four teams that remain, or I'm sorry, eight teams that remain, four in each conference, it is now getting down to the wire, folks. But I'm Deacon, Puppet Master himself, hosting the Touchdown Report featuring Deacon and Nay. Nay, welcome to the show. It's an exciting weekend. Exciting weekend. Um, you know, I, I for the first time in uh, eight years that uh, <clears throat> that we have been together, okay, you actually said that you were excited for a game this weekend. And let one me tell game. you, we both agreed that that's going to be the one game. that's going to be the best game of the weekend. The rest of the games I could snooze on. Yeah, uh, but before we get into anything, Nay. Let's uh, give a recap of what happened last week in Wild Card Weekend, my favorite weekend of the year. And uh, by the way, guys, I hope you enjoyed the ending of last week's show. That was just for Wild Card Weekend because it is my favorite weekend of the year. And a lot of crazy shit happened last weekend. Nate, what happened last weekend at the 1 o'clock games on Saturday? Well, the 1 o'clock game on Saturday was the Indianapolis Colts travel to the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ending of that game could have been a little bit differently if some timeouts weren't called. In the middle of some throws and some plays, but uh, the Buffalo Bills, as you know it, took that and they won the game twenty-seven twenty-four. Yeah, they they did, and uh, Rivers played extremely well. I mean, he could have won that game. He could have won that game, but uh, Bills at home, they got away lucky with the win. And they took a timeout in the middle of a throw. Don't really understand that. Yeah, a lot of weird things happened. A lot of bad calls that were happening at the uh, end of the. Uh, Second half, uh, you know, of the game, and that ultimately determined what was going to happen in the end. I always, always uh, rely two things on uh, what wins football games, and it's points off turnovers and time of possessions. So, uh, you know, when you can manage both of those uh, situations, nine out of ten times now you're going to win a game, and uh, Buffalo did. That's what they did. Next game. Next game, Los Angeles Rams traveled to Seattle Seahawks. This is not how we thought this game was going to go down. Yeah. The Los Angeles Rams won that game 30-20. Yeah, uh, very surprising to me, one. Uh, second thing is here is that, again, wild card weekend, all right? So wild, crazy things happen because that was crazy to me. Uh, but the thing is, division rivals, is it really that crazy, Nate? You played them twice in the regular season, you split. I think it's crazy. Well, I mean, I really think the Seahawks was a stronger team than the Rams. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I, well, I mean, when it comes to the defensive aspect, I think that the Rams' defense is a better defense than the Seahawks' defense, but the Seahawks' offense is 100% better than the uh, Rams' offense and uh, didn't show. It really, really didn't show that day. And uh, I think it just shows that this was a true wild-card weekend. Yeah, uh, so we'll see what happens in the... Wild card weekend, and that's that's anything. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in the off season and what the what the Seahawks decide and how they're gonna you know add pieces to the puzzle because this team is uh, you know gonna be there. You know this this team's well, not going away. Be there, yeah. I feel I, I feel like it's a strong franchise, especially on the West Coast. Yeah, I, well, I mean, as of recent years, you know, uh, last we'll say, you know, argument's sake, 20, you know, because they went to the Super Bowl in, in 2006 when they played the Steelers and lost. But um, it was just, for me, the franchise before that was really kind of New Orleans Saints style. Let's throw bags on our heads and go to the game and hope nobody sees us there. That's how bad our team is. So uh, what happened Sunday now, Nay? 
Well, no, we didn't talk about. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. We skipped one game because yeah, that game was. Uh, I think yeah. It's not that I don't like Tommy, but he's the best of all time, and I give him the respect he deserves. And well, uh, I think you should just say well, who won that game. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what score that was? The Redskins had no business playing in this game. Nobody <laughs> from against the Buccaneers. Nobody from the NFC East. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm hating on the Redskins, the Eagles, the Giants, or the Cowboys. All would have had the same football team. same outcome as the, the, the skins had. Team. What was the score of that game? Lost 23-31. Yeah. Uh, Tommy B. Uh, it was Tommy B. Did what he had to do, got and the job done. To Correct. <laughs> Next games for Sunday now. Next game is the Baltimore Ravens travel to the Tennessee Titans. And the Ravens took that game 20-13, lost by a touchdown. Yeah, um... I, I really I I said I that I thought that was gonna be a higher scoring team. Definitely de- definitely I did as well. Um I was kinda shocked the way that Tennessee played in the game itself. And I uh said that the Ravens were gonna find a way to win this game. And they sure did. So returning the favor, because Tennessee went to Baltimore to win that game earlier in the regular season. Baltimore traveled to Tennessee and smacked them and, and did what did what they had to do. Did what they had to do. Now that being said, this week's matchup that the Ravens have, and we'll talk about in a few minutes, is going to be where they draw the line. This is the end of the Ravens' run. They really got lucky in this game, and uh, it's not going to happen again as today because they do play today. So what is the next game that we got on the agenda there? Well, the next game is one team that we didn't think should be there either. The Chicago Bears travel to New Orleans Saints. It's... Harry Doyle's lock of the week, which mm-hmm. we knew was going to be the New Orleans Saints won over the Bears 21-9. Yeah, uh, 21-9. Uh, I think that means, like, Saints could have put more effort and, like, completely ran them over, but didn't, like, put all full force in. Oh, We're going to see what happens tomorrow with the Saints and what they're going to do, and my prediction may shock the world here, but... Uh, what I think is going to uh, happen in this situation with the Bears, they got a lot of things that they have to do, a lot of things that they got to do in the offseason, but they're going in the right direction. They found a way to get into playoffs with help from Arizona on their last week of the season when they lost and got pummeled by Green Bay. In this game, at the end of the game, a lot of people were angry because the Saints covered the spread until the very last play of the game where Jimmy Graham caught a walk-off touchdown and they fucked everybody on the spread. 21-9 was the final score of that game. So... Uh, the Bears uh, had no chance winning this game. The Bears knew they didn't have a chance winning this game, and you could clearly show it, uh, see it. They showed it, and it was just, uh, it was a shit show. It to be like you're better off not even scoring. And for the Saints, if they think that they can pull that half-ass effort that they pulled against uh, Chicago to pull off a win this week, they got another thing coming yeah, to them. What happened in the nightcap? Oh, the night game. Do we want to talk about that game? Again? Yeah, we're going to talk about Yeah, freaking mess of a game. Yeah, we're going to talk about that I, one briefly. I literally want to, like, crawl underneath the covers after watching that game. Yeah. Cleveland Browns travel Pittsburgh Steelers. Within the first five seconds of the game, <laughs> not um, the offense was not on the field for the Browns. No, that's yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It, yeah. I, there's no words of how many. Now this is your the Pittsburgh Steelers had on that game. Yeah, this was one of your teams that you thought might have been a team that could beat Mahomes. 
because you thought yeah, that the Steelers could go to the Super Bowl. Well, all right? I thought I thought with their strong case and their, their record of the year that they could definitely beat the Cleveland Browns and make it to the next round, but they didn't. Although there was not any fans there, there were 2,500 members of the family and friends in the audience for the Steelers. And one, one Browns player, one Brown, was wearing his jersey proud. They don't win in Pittsburgh. They, as you said, the first five seconds of the game, there was a bad snap right over Big Ben's God, hands. Started it off. Five turnovers. Time of possession for the Browns. The Browns were outnumbered by double of what the Steelers had on the time of possession. Five turnovers. One of the two things that win football games, the Steelers didn't do it. They didn't get it done. But now there are certain teams, and for me, the three teams that I particularly hate in general, and it's a very strong word, uh... Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, and New York Giants. So, but those are mostly on your the, side in your division. Correct. Now, there are a lot of teams that I dislike greatly, and the Steelers are one of them. And why? Because I don't like their coach. Their coach inherited a team from Bill Cowher and did not build this Steelers team. This Steelers team that's been doing this run was built by another coach. The guy who announces on CBS Sports, one of the greatest coaches of all time, I don't like this guy Tomlin at all. I don't give a fuck what he does every year. I just don't Why? like him, and I don't agree with what he does. I Division what game. He's doing. Division game. Not in this sense, but he usually knows what he's doing, it sounds like. He's a, he's a good coach, but he inherited a team. A team that already had. Already had these guys. And yes, they are rebuilding and replacing with the Watts and... You know, they lost Antonio Brown and they, and they had guys leave to retirement Ooh, and whatnot. Brown. Well, at this point now, yeah, I guess half the league is now going to. <laughs> You're right on that. Good, good point out. But uh, I'm just not a fan of them. And uh, division game, we both expected the Steelers to come out and romp them. And we didn't get that out of the Steelers. Although this game, there were many opportunities where the Browns left it hanging where yeah, the Steelers could have came back. Could've. There was a lot of could have moments. But it didn't happen. And now they're playing golf, and that's what they deserve. Well, that commercial was ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Commercial about golf. Yeah. Um, Well, let's just say the score, because we know the Browns won. It was 48-37. Yeah, very high-scoring game. Uh, But we knew that was going to happen. Over? They covered the over twice. No, I didn't think they were going to cover the over twice. Well, once. I I mean, the last time that these two teams, and you can't go by what happened earlier in the season, I understand that. But... You, they won in Pittsburgh. It was thirty-eight to seven. Pittsburgh won. So now, expecting this on a low-scoring game, I still thought they were going to cover the over. I, I, I really thought that they were. At this point now, to see what's going to happen on Sunday afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, it's oh, going to really God. be really going to be craziness. Well, that's like the real testament of whether or not the Cleveland Browns had a fluke or not. Yeah, and we'll get into that briefly. But for now, nay, today, um, before we get into the matchups, I just want to bring up something that is not relevant to the playoff teams, but we had some coaching signings this week that were pretty big names. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, nay, are going to sign Urban Meyer as their coach, uh, old college coach, um, I believe he coached for Florida and Ohio State at one point, and uh, he, I guess, is, you know, 
going to try to give it a shot in Jacksonville. I don't think he's going to help Jacksonville. And uh, in the division that Jacksonville plays in, it's going to be tough because of the guys that are coming. And we got off-season moves that are going to have to see what happens if Rivers is going to re-sign with the Colts or if he's going to retire. I can't see Rivers retiring. He's got, he's got to pay for those kids. Yeah. Uh, New, <laughs> he's got more than enough money to pay for the kids. New York Jets hired uh, Robert Salal. Um, he is San Francisco coach, defensive coordinator. I think he's, it's a good move for the Jets. I really like this guy, and I, and I think he's a great coach. I wish the Eagles would have got to him first. I think that with the Jets, though, they need to rebuild. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's not really about the coach right <clears throat> now. Jets have been rebuilding for 50 years now, Nay. Uh, the Falcons have... Also signed a coach, Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. I believe they met with them and they had to wait for the Titans to be eliminated, which obviously happened, and then signed with him. A uh, couple of key points I want to bring up in, in, in last week's matchup. So Josh Allen uh, is going to be on the nightcap tonight, but him and Lamar Jackson are going to go head-to-head night, and you got Aaron Rodgers coming off the bye, which is going to be our first game, the 10-6 and Number six seed, Los Angeles Rams are going to the 13-3 and three, number one seed, Green Bay Packers. Lambeau Field expected to snow. Packers all the way. Six and a half for the Packers. Nay, this is a 435 start today. 45 and a half on the over. I like them both. I like Green Bay to crush them today. The Rams might hang around with a touchdown or two, but well, why would- it's going to be fun to see what happens. Now, last week... The Rams had a situation they, before they went on their uh, tear versus the Seahawks. They had uh, Jay Wolford uh, and Jay Goff, two quarterbacks. I didn't know if Goff was going to be able to go because of what he's got going on with the thumb. Yep. So first guy started three of six, hurt, right? 29 yards. Yeah, Goff comes in, 9 of 19, 155 and a TD, gets the job done. Even with Going to be in the snow. Los Angeles is not snowy. It's very sunny. Very sunny. Okay? (laughs) Green Bay pulls this off. They're going to be playing in the NFC Championship game next week. Later on this evening, 8-15, Nate, here's your fluke. Okay? The 11-5, number 5 seed, Baltimore Ravens. 13-3, number 2 seed, Buffalo Bills. 2.5 for the Bills. This is my buddy Harry Doyle. He's actually going to be at this game today. Okay? (laughs) Didn't know that he just travels everywhere. Travels everywhere. So we phoned in. This is his lock of the week. The Buffalo Bills are going to win this game. The over is going to be covered. And uh, last week, Josh Allen, 26 of 35, nay, 324 with two touchdowns, okay? Lamar Jackson, 17 of 24, 179, no touchdowns, one interception. But he had one on the ground, I do believe. So both of these quarterbacks can make things happen in the pocket, out of the pocket, but what's going to make the difference of this game is the Buffalo Bills' explosive offense. Stephon Diggs is going to go ape shit today. He's going to have another 100-yard game. I can call it right now, and the Buffalo Bills will advance to the AFC Championship game next week. Also going to be snowing in Buffalo. So well, to both games, to here, so. yeah, both games are gonna have some snow today, Nay. Cool. It's gonna be a it's big. It's fun f- watching snow games. Because yeah, it's more of a challenge. Yeah, definitely gonna be uh, cold in both of these places, and uh, gonna be good action this afternoon. Tomorrow, Nay, the <clears throat> early game is actually at three o five p.m. Guys. Why do they pick these weird times? That's when that. Saturday? That's usually when Championship Sunday is. So. 
unless there's some kind of, I think, uh, other sporting event going on, maybe a race or something, which I don't know if it's race season yet because I'm not a NASCAR fan. Um, but the game's at 3.05. 11 and 5, number 6 seed, Cleveland Browns are traveling to the 14 and 2, number 1 seed, Kansas City Chiefs. So, the only two losses that Kansas City has this year, Nay, are to the AFC West. Both of those games came in Arrowhead. A place where you're supposed to be dominant, Chiefs Kingdom. Chiefs are favored by 10, minus 10 for the Chiefs, over, over 57. That's high. Yeah, I don't know about that. I like Kansas City to win this game. I think Mahomes is going to make a statement. But, again, you have another game where you have two quarterbacks who are able to continue and make the play with their feet in or out of the pocket. And Mahomes can buy time like no other quarterback I've ever seen. Um, Last week... Baker Mayfield did pretty well, nay, 24 of 34, uh, 21 of 34, 263 yards with three touchdowns in the win versus Pittsburgh. Well, let me see. I think that Kansas City is the better team. I think they're the better team out of the both of the two of them. And unless you're going to find a way to contain Patrick Mahomes and every other offensive weapon that they have on that team then uh, the Browns are going to find themselves down quickly. Uh, be, and, and, and Maybe not quickly. Things are, they, I mean, crazier things have happened. That last week's game, we had no idea that that team was going to be the winner. I didn't think they were going to be the winner. I mean, a division rival, again, last week for a division rival, to go back to what, what Nate is saying with the Cleveland Browns, anything could happen, you're 100% right. You think that the Cleveland Browns are going to walk into Kansas City and beat Patrick Mahomes? No, I'm not saying they're going to beat them. I think they're going to give them a run for their money. So you think 57 is a possibility? It could be. Who okay. knows what team's showing up? You're getting four touchdowns each from both of them? Possibly. Okay. All but right. I, like you, I'm just asking. Said, it, I mean, I, I'm i not an expert, so I don't know. So don't go off my I'm not advice. an. I'm not an expert. I'm just a fan. But I, I get what you're saying. I mean, Mahomes... As a stronger quarterback, and he knows, like you said, he knows how to pot top. He knows how to keep his hands on the ball and keep yeah. the clock running, and he knows when to keep it running and when to slow it down. So that's a whole nother game. It's a different, yeah. If it's a different team, but if, and I don't think he's easily shook. If like something like the first five seconds of the game, he, you know, the the other, the Browns scored a touchdown. I don't think he would be shook by that. I think he'd be pissed by that and want to play harder and get and you know return the ball and you know match up. Twenty four nothing, twenty eight nothing. Down to the uh, Titans. Down to the Houston Texans last year. What was the exact words? If you can remember, I'll help you out. Just you could all you have to do is just say yay or nay. Not your name, nay, but yay or nay. When they were down those high scores, I said, Nay, I guarantee you Patrick Mahomes comes back and wins this game. And did he? Yes. Down 28 points. The man got back to the Super Bowl. With seven minutes left, he was down 10 points in the and Super Bowl. And came back and won. Mahomes, all the way yeah, here. Yeah, but then you also got conspiracy theories. Yeah. You're supposed to win the Super Bowl. Um, the 49ers? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's keep moving on. <laughs> Last game of the weekend, guys. The eleven and five, number five seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The twelve and four, number this two seed. Who that? Who that? New Orleans Saints. 
Game Battle of the Week. Of the number three, okay, is the number that the Saints are favored by at home. 52. I think they cover this over with no problem. Yeah, I mean, no problem. Look at the last two games that they played together. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. The last two games that they played each other, okay? Week one, 9 13. This is going back to September. 30, that was like preseason. 34 23. New Orleans took that game at home. Week nine, eight weeks later, the 11 and 8. Okay? 38 3. Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay, lost, got crushed, and that was I'm sorry, eleven eight. Like I said, not eleven the eight. November eighth. So eight weeks later, thirty eight three. Brady embarrassed at home. I'm gonna tell you something now. They swept the season series. New Orleans did, and I picked New Orleans to go to the Super Bowl. But after what I saw last week, how they laid down to the Bears, I promise you, right now, that they are not gonna lay down tomorrow. But I can almost guarantee that Tom Brady walks away with this win. All right, let's see. And you will have a battle of the Bays for the NFC Championship game. Tom Brady wanted to get out of the cold in Foxborough. Hey, buddy, guess where you're going? Back to the cold. Back to the cold, pal. But if, in a sense, that the Rams pull an upset here today and Brady does win, then... uh, host a home game. Tampa Bay will host the game, not L.A. Yeah, but I think that's an easy win for them. I mean, I believe these two played each other earlier in the year, and I, and I do believe that the uh, Rams also won that game. I could be wrong. I, I remember back. but uh, We'll see what happens. See what happens. But uh, time will tell. last week, Nay, Father Time has been on Brady's side for a very long time. 22 of 40, 381 yards, Two touchdowns. Have you seen the imagery of the NFL where they made them look like a hundred years older than they are? And it's, it's going to be the best game of the week, and they they make them old men. Yeah, forty's not old. It may be old in football, but it ain't old the way these two look. Yeah, oh, that's nice, nice. That's nice. I'm glad that you clarified that for all the audience. Because... <laughs> Everyone loves to look at a good male like Tom Brady and Drew Brees all the time. But I'm just—I'm not saying handsome; they are handsome men. Yes, but I'm not very saying it handsome. From that perspective, I'm saying that they're in shape. Their minds are in shape. They're still in the game. Yep. They—they're a reason why people want to watch them as quarterbacks. Well, take a look at the record book. It's one two one two one two between these guys. It, it is. It, it is. And every other week, it's it's okay. Well, Tom Brady's. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's it. Uh, last thing I want to bring up, guys, was the national championship played on Monday, January 11th. Uh, the number three seed Ohio State Buckeyes played the number one Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama. Nay, 52 24 was the final score for Alabama. They covered the over, and they, uh, <clears throat> they also covered the spread. Uh, this game, uh, different different type of animal that came out on this game. It really just, you know, looking at it from the perspective of how many points were scored in the second half besides that was just, uh, you know, the whole game itself, it was a start to finish. Alabama controlled it, controlled the tempo, controlled everything. And college football is a lot different, obviously, than the NFL. You got the stoppages, you know, too many stoppages, too, too long of college games. But uh, congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, on their national championship for 
this COVID season, uh, well-endured, well-coached, and this is the guys that a lot of people remember in the beginning of the year where they were throwing parties in Alabama. They had the most COVID cases, and they still powered through it, and they still won. They even had a college. Yeah, they really are. A lot of conferences got shut down, as you guys know. But, guys, follow us on the majors of social, Instagram and Twitter. Ah, Deacon and Co. Show. Uh, get to us at Deacon and Co. Show at gmail.com. Enjoy the games today, and we'll talk to you next week on what's going on with Championship Sunday. But for now, Deacon and Nay are out.